0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the 302 Sports Talk ep- uh, podcast episode. This is episode nine for us. Again, we've got Ty and Jeff alongside the crew is back together. What's going on, guys? Yeah,
1: boys, can't believe we made episode nine. That's crazy. I know because like know. we just started the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'd kind of
1: agree.
2: It's been a lot of fun. Like I, like I really enjoy. It. Like I look forward to it every week. It's been, it's been really fun.
1: I do yeah. too. It's
0: nice to talk sports. It's like catching up with the boys. Hopefully, people other than our uh, immediate family members are listening. <laughs> 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 If anybody that's not an immediate relative is listening, uh, hit, hit us up. Let us know you're listening just because we're kind of You're the real MVP. Yeah, you're the real, real MVP. MVP. I just hope that Granny's listening, Ben. Is Granny <laughs>
1: listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I miss Granny. If Granny, if you're out there, shout uh,
0: out. Uh, <laughs> uh that's hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to mention that you guys, I'll have to mention you guys said hi. You should, you should. Shout out to, and
2: to, and to, to Ben's grandma. Yeah,
0: <laughs> granny. <clears throat> All right, today's episode, we're going to talk a lot of college football. Um, it's been a week since BYU lost to Coastal Carolina in their um, big time matchup. Uh, talk a little USC, ASU, uh, look forward to today's kind of predictions and discussion on BYU versus San Diego State, USC versus UCLA. Get into a little NBA talk with the preseason uh, that started yesterday, talk about the Jazz and Clippers, Lakers, Suns, and then we'll kind of finish off with some NFL um, discussion um let's get going as I mentioned it's been a week since the BYU loss to Coastal Carolina this was obviously a big game for both schools what was it like late Wednesday that I think it was agreed that both Coastal Carolina and BYU were going to play and I think it was officially announced Thursday so it felt like very last not quite like last minute but as far as for, I think, more of the distance, it kind of felt last minute. Um, both teams are obviously scheduling this game because they needed some more strength of schedule, more uh, strength of their resume for the college football playoff committee. Ty, I know you took it rough. How many times did you go and get Jimmy John's or Dr. Pepper?
2: Jimmy John's once, but Dr. Pett. Dr. Pepper,
0: multiple times. At least five. <laughs> at least five. <laughs> when, when you know, Ty is having a rough day, or when something really good has happened. When, when happened. <laughs> it's true. And, and it's Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's.
2: Jimmy John's. If you want to, just a shout out to Jimmy John's that they want to be, our, uh, be our, <laughs> our, our sponsor of our
1: show. I'm more than willing to do And Dr. Pepper. Yeah. We will, we will sponsor the crap out of both of you guys. <laughs> I mean, we will literally eat Jimmy John's and drink Dr. Pepper during all of our shows if you guys want to sponsor us. Yes, which is
0: a <laughs> podcast, so no one's going to be able to see it. We may already be doing
1: that. But if you want to sponsor us for it too that'd be great.
0: <laughs> Ty what were, what were your thoughts on the game kind of overall how do you think BYU played do you think do you think the better team won?
2: Um it's hard to say like I know that a lot of people have been giving BYU a lot of flack for losing to a team in the in the Sun Belt. Um, but they're like but the like but the but the fun, fun belt has and they've done a lot this year they've had a lot of, of success they've they really come out and they've surprised a lot of teams like with Iowa State losing to UL Lafayette and um, I think Arkansas State had a P5 win as well and so it's just, and so I don't know like it's hard to say like I, like I mean to me and my in my opinion my Cougs are the better team I really feel like just overall they are but they like but I got to give give props to the to the to the to the Chanticleers for just coming out and punching us in the mouth you know they they just they proved they wanted it more and I think that I think really the team that wanted it more won the game and and they did like they came out and acted like it was everything to them and I think that was the difference in it is that I think that we just thought we were, we were, we were going to come in, give them the yell and walk out of there, but didn't turn, turn out quite, quite like that. And they just didn't respond to the, um, to the adversity. Like I thought that they would.
0: Yeah. I think you bring up a big point. Um, those were kind of two things, a couple of things that I noticed too. I thought, I thought coastal Carolina was very well coached. Um, I think that was definitely obvious, um, especially once BYU was down, kind of early and stayed down for a little bit um, in the game. That made me nervous because one BYU hasn't really been down at all this season, and and if they had been down, they probably were only down for like a minute before their before their offense got got them back in it. Yeah, so that definitely worried me. Um, and I think – I think – I don't know that BYU had really faced a whole lot of adversity, like, in-game as far as, like, coming back from from down to an opponent. So, um, yeah, I think – I think there were some coaching decisions that were made. The timeout by um, Kalani Satake right before the punt late in the fourth quarter. Obviously – the hits on Zach Wilson that didn't even draw a flag I think you could make some points that I don't know that that I don't know that a flag would have altered the game but I don't know I felt BYU kind of got bullied and pushed around and they didn't know how to respond
2: yeah that's 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 what I thought too I think after I know a lot of people had a had a lot of hot hot take after the um, what was it number number ninety four on coastal came and yeah uh, and he he was he was head on 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 Zach it was pretty obvious but I think honestly that changed changed the mental game for the, for the Cougs it just like a- after that they kind of like maybe not playing scared but it's just kind of like. It was like, whoa, like I like I can't believe that they actually did that. And it's like, and they they just weakened, they weakened in their mental aspect of the of the game. And I thought, at least I hoped that they would come out and be mad and be like, you know what, we're not gonna let them do that to our to our guy. Let's let's let's, let's come out and just really just kick some major butt in the next half. But they kind of acted like they just kind of were it took them like off guard and they just they were like, Wow, I don't know how to respond to that. Like I really don't know how to like. I don't know. It was it was weird. Like I, I'm sure it was weird for them because they really haven't been down like all season. So except for maybe one game, but that was it. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Jeff, you're not so much a BYU fan from kind of an outsiders perspective, <laughs> what did you think about the game? What did you think about kind of the implications of BYU losing? Uh, and maybe even implications of Coastal Carolina winning. <laughs>
1: Uh, I just got to give props to both teams. Like you say, kind of a tough year, tough situation. They're both looking for a, a high quality game to, you know, boost their strength and schedule, try and uh, sneak into one of those new year six bowl games. Um, honest. I mean, it was a great game. That was a fun game to watch. Probably one of the funnest games to watch this year. Um, I did feel like while I was watching the game that I mean, the rankings that they were currently at, while I was watching, I was like, yeah, this feels right. Like, this looks like, what was BYU at the time, 13th in mm-hmm. the college football playoff? Yeah. And And uh, Coastal Carolina was 18th, I think. I was like, yeah, this this looks like the number 13 team playing the number 18 team. Like, I I, I wasn't overly impressed with either team, honestly, but that could be because of, you know, short week to prepare, uh, makes it kind of hard to to come out your best um, but overall great game implications for coastal carolina um not as much not as great as i thought it was going to be i thought for sure that maybe skyrocket maybe be top 10 um and then byu dropped down to what are they 19 20 18 i think 18, yeah, 18. okay so not a, not a huge plummet for them, at least in the college football playoff aspect of it. I know they tumbled a bit in, in the AP poll, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, they put it out all out on the line. They risked everything, and, and maybe Coastal Carolina will get a shot at, at a New Year's Six Bowl now.
0: Yeah, I think kind of like what you said, I think it definitely takes BYU out of the New Year's Six Bowl picture, especially with Cincinnati um, and Coastal Carolina doing well still and undefeated um I kind of feel like he was already kind of the dark horse to make it anyway but I feel like Zach Wilson now isn't really so much in the Heisman talk as he had been before um I think he had like one pick in the game so I mean that that didn't help but yeah to me I feel like it's a little bit more um like the other quarterbacks that are playing right now and playing really well like Justin Fields yeah. um, totally Trevor Lawrence those Trask is playing really good so i think the i, I playmakers think playmakers for Alabama too
2: yeah
0: yeah so i think Wilson was kind of more on the outside looking in already before the game but i think even more so now yeah
2: but his but i will say that his pick was on the uh was on the on the hill H- Hail, Hail mary to end the the half yeah, um, yeah. True. And the, uh, and the, and the receipt has just outran his throw, and so. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's
0: a good point. That's a good the
1: point. The hard part is, though, I mean, if you're looking at it from a Heisman aspect, in the primetime games, that's when the primetime players are supposed to play at their best. And I think Zach had a solid game, but it wasn't a Zach Wilson game that, you know, from what we had seen earlier this year. So, like you say, yeah. I mean, he's still up there, I believe, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll get an invite, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the BYU offense definitely underperformed for kind of the expectations, even with it being a ranked opponent, like BYU had put up like crazy numbers of points throughout the whole season. And I think coastal Carolina's defense was just really good. And, and kind of slowed him down quite a bit. Um, but it is crazy that BYU was one yard away from winning it, <laughs> you know? Like it was that close from us maybe today talking about BYU definitely making it to the New Year's Six or or maybe that would have caught a lot more attention for Zach Wilson kind of being a Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. But what,
2: what makes it hurt worse, like for me, is I went back and watched the last play again. And he, Zach Wilson had um, Algier open in the flat, wide open. There was no one within 20 yards of the guy. Like, and he would have just walked into the end zone had he seen him. Mm. He, he leaped yeah. making a block. And it's like, and that, and I had heard that that was his second read. Um, like if Milne wasn't open, then Algier would have been. And I, I wish that he would have looked over there to, to out to Algier and seen and saw that there was nobody within twenty yards of the guy and our our episode would be completely different right now if it was if UIU had pulled out the miracle win, but
0: oh well So you guys kinda of talked you guys kinda of talked a little bit about kind of almost the state of college football in general, I feel like last, last week and I kind of had a lot of thoughts on um, listening to you guys and then thinking about it afterwards. So the college football playoff committee is made up of power five, like athletic directors, right? Mm -hmm. So if money really is as big of a deal in this whole thing as, as it appears like it is, I feel like one of two things either needs to happen. I feel like the college football playoff committee needs to open their playoff to eight teams at least I would kind of think like 12 or maybe even 16 teams I would like 16 yeah I would too because then because then like a coastal Carolina a previous UCF um team could have been in it a BYU could team could be in it a Cincinnati could be in it and I feel like we might actually see like who is like the best team And I I get that, like, in single elimination, not the best team always wins because you have, like, a really good team that has a bad game. But I feel like either that needs to happen to allow G5 teams a chance. Yeah. Or I feel like the G5 schools need to create kind of their own equivalent to, like, FBS and FCS. Yeah. Yeah. But the downside to that would be, like, if they created their own, like, conference, their championship obviously would not be as big of a deal as the FBS championship, which would be kind of the only downside.
1: Yeah. You know, it was interesting. I was watching a little segment this morning on on Fox. Urban Meyer had a pretty interesting – little clip segment deal about how top heavy college football has become since the college football playoff. I mean, you think of since, what was it, 2014, what teams have been in the college football playoff the most, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma have all had multiple, multiple appearances. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is now you have all, all these top athletes who say, well, I want to be in the college football playoffs, so I'm going to go play for Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State or Oklahoma. And that leaves a lot less of riches for the rest of the schools. And so, I mean, the rich keep getting richer. And I think they said over 30 to 40% of the available five-star players go to one of those schools, which wow. which is insane for how many schools there are. So there's just been <laughs> – just because a lot of these schools won't ever really have an opportunity to be in the college football playoff, most of these players aren't even really looking at them. So I think the best thing that that college football could do is, like you say, is create maybe an eight team or 16-team playoff, even if we have to shorten the schedule to nine games – during the regular season to make room for that, I think it'd be totally worth it because then there'd be a lot more parity in college football. You wouldn't see Alabama and Clemson playing each other for the fifth time in the national championship game, you know, um, which I think in general would be better for everybody.
2: I agree.
0: I, I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, Cause like for me, I felt like coastal Carolina was really well coached. They yeah. probably don't have the best athletes, especially since their center was like five nine and like I don't know two hundred and something pounds. Like, <laughs> but he held his own against Kyrie Stronger, who's a big he boy, did. you know. <laughs> so obviously they're well coached, and it sucks that they don't even get a chance. They like I doubt they'll make a near six bowl, which yeah. like really stinks. Like they're being really cheated. I feel like. And then,
2: like when you look at like a team like Iowa State, you know who's, who's just like who's rocketed up, up up the up the rankings for really honestly like no reason at all, and they they even went up they they went up above it was Cincinnati this last week, Yeah. and yeah. so like it's just like like it seems like like the like like the committee is just bent on getting any any p any p five team um it's the benefit of the doubt over any group group of five team and it's just like like I understand like to, to a point but at the same time it's just like well when you look at all the other ma- major sports every other sport like any team has an equal chance to go out and and win and but not in not in division one college college uh, college foot, football and that just makes me sad because like it's it's America's sport, you know, like, we all love, like, tuning in on the weekends and watching these yeah. teams during during the fall, but only, like, really, like, four, maybe five teams have a legitimate chance of winning it all, and it's, like, it, w- it would just be nice to, like, see a team like a Cincinnati or someone like that get a, a legitimate shot to see how good they, um, they really are, and I, and I feel like, like you're saying, Ben, like, it would really, like, and, and Jeff as well, like, it would help So, um, so that, you know, it's not the same teams year after year after year, you know, and it's like, I don't know. I just, I I really hope that that's something like that does, does
1: happen. Yeah. Well, you look at college basketball, look at how well organized college basketball is with their tournament. You know, it's, it seems like any team that is, is relatively decent or good will have a chance at winning a national championship. Odds are the 16, 15, 13, 14 seeds aren't going to make it, mm-hmm. but at least they have a shot, you know? And how exciting is the tournament every year when, you know, if we get to see a number one seed Virginia get knocked off in the first round, like everybody watches that. That's so mm-hmm. exciting. The scary, the hard part about that is, okay, do we, do we risk making, the The playoff more exciting and more fair for everybody, and then maybe make the regular season have a little have a little more lackluster. Because if you're letting 16 teams in, is it as important for a, a team to, if they lose one or two games, even if they're still in a big conference? You know, so I don't know. That's
0: the debate that I'm sure they all go through. That's
1: true.
2: That's a good point. And
0: I kind of feel like a. Yeah, and I think on the, uh, on the flip side for a G5 school, like, uh, let's say, a Cincinnati, would they look as likely to get into a 16-team playoff if they were 6-0 or 7-0 mm-hmm. as opposed to 12-0, you know? Sure. Um, but so far, USC is doing pretty good. Uh, they stomped on Washington State last weekend. Um, what are you feeling about your chances for USC to make it into the college football playoff, Jeff? Uh, I th- don't think they have a chance. Unfortunately,
1: there's not enough games. Their conference isn't strong enough. Um, Ohio States, they're, they're kind of given the benefit of the doubt just because, um, you know, how they finished last year, they were in the college football playoff last year. They've got a Heisman trophy contender. Whereas USC, uh, they lost their bowl game last year. They didn't didn't win their uh, conference. So, I mean, that kind of has to do with it. But they're playing really well. Like, I was really impressed watching that Washington State game, the turnovers that they were able to create. Uh, We had one of our receivers, Amon Ra, St. Brown. He scored four touchdowns in the first quarter, which was pretty sweet. Um, But, yeah, no, they're playing well. I think they'll – If they win tonight, they'll have a shot at at playing for the Pac-12 championship game, and I think they've got a really good shot at at winning that and and maybe playing somebody in the Fiesta Bowl.
0: Do you think, Jeff, do you think if USC beats Oregon in the Mm -hmm. Pac-12 championship, do you think USC gets in? Or do you think there's a better chance if Oregon beats USC? Do you think that gives Oregon a better a good enough chance to make it into the playoff
1: no i, I don't think e- i don't think either team has a shot at this point the problem is if oregon was undefeated right now and so was usc and they had played all their games um then maybe you would have a team that would have a shot whoever would win in the college football or the pac-12 championship oregon's lost two games already USC and Colorado are the only two undefeated schools left in the Pac-12. And, you know, they're not going to play each other in the Pac-12 championship. They both only have four or five games total that they'd have played anyway. So, unfortunately, not enough games this year. Uh, The Pac-12 kind of botched. They just didn't come back as soon as they could have, I think. Maybe if they would have come back when the Big Ten did or the Mountain West, maybe they'd have enough games under their belt to be able to make a run at the college football playoff. But unfortunately, no, not going to happen this year. Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of uh, Pac-12 schools and big stompings, ASU, Arizona State, totally destroyed the University of Arizona yesterday in their uh, rivalry game for the territorial cup. What was the final score? Seventy to seven? Yep. 70. <laughs> Seventy to seven.
1: <laughs>
0: and kind the of one cold... beatens.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Neither team had won a game coming into this. But I think what Arizona had played like three games or four games and Arizona yeah. State had played two before yesterday. <laughs> um so, today, BYU is playing against San Diego State, BYU's last regular season game. Um, what do you guys think about this game? Do you think BYU is going to come back and kind of start their dominance again and, and win? Or do you think they're going they to have to the <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm nervous about it because San Diego State has, like, I think they said they're one of the top, Three three defenses in the nation right now, and so I like their offense is, is is trash. So I like and so that's one thing that they don't have going for for them that that the Shants had last week, but um, it just makes me nervous because like I just I I'm get I'm guessing that SDSU is going to come out and hit us in the mouth on defense, and I just and I just want to know what Zach. Zach Wilson and Dax Milne and those guys, like how they're going to, how they're planning on, go, on trying to like, respond. Because it's, like, it's going to be cold. Like it's going to be, I was looking at it, the weather today, by the time um, kickoff ha- happens, it'll be 27 degrees. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really, really cold.
1: And, bit nippy. Uh,
2: and those boys from, from San, San Diego aren't going to be able to last for too long out there. And so it just makes me wonder. Like I, I, always wonder if they, if if we come out and if we get hit hit in the mouth by them, if we come come, come back out and punch them, punch them in the mouth, like um, just right back and, and respond. If they'll be like, whoa, like and and, and then like on the game could be, could be blown be blown, like blown open by that point. It just makes me wonder what their game, game plan is and what they're going to do. Because last year when we lost to them down there um we didn't respond and so I just I just wonder what they have planned and I'm really nervous for, for this game because I don't want this team to go to go down as you know oh well they they were only good because they I mean because of the other teams they played uh, that, that sucked or whatever and like I don't like I wanted to go out and just be any and, and, and every team and to show that the you know that last week you know last week was last week and and, and this week is a new start, so
0: yeah i'm I'm kind of nervous how they're gonna respond too, but like you i hope uh, i think I think you brought up a good point of you know if they lose this game it's it's gonna kind of put a big damper long term on this season, but I think if they hopefully they can come out and score forty points and like you said, show that last week was was last week and they played a good team, but you know they're still a really, really good team. Hmm. So I'm going with BYU to win. I am, um, I am too. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I think
1: BYU was going to bounce back and win. <laughs> it'll it'll be close. I just gotta get my shots in <laughs> while I got them.
2: <laughs> it'll it'll be close. I think. I think it'll be like. A ten-point game, like twenty-four to four, fourteen, that's mm-hmm. the, yeah. be low-scoring because of the weather, and yeah, the, the and two and two good defenses will be going at it. So,
0: Jeff, you guys have a big game, USC versus UCLA. What are your thoughts on this one coming up?
1: Oh, I'm excited. Uh, UCLA is looking semi decent. they have a winning record, which is it's been a while since they they've had one of those. Um, so they're looking to pull off the upset and, and, you know, ruin USC's chances at being in the Pac-12 championship. So a lot of bad blood there. I went to that game last year, um, that they played it in the Collie and that was, I mean, it's an intense rivalry. I mean, any point or yard that UCLA gets, you know, their fans are just freaking out and cheering and, you know, and then whenever USC does the same thing, we're right back in their face. So, um, no, I'm excited. I think USC should be able to get the dub, just the way their defense has been playing. But uh, it'll be a little closer than I think people are expecting. I think that. Yeah.
2: I think that USC wins big. I think like that their offense is in a good groove right now, and I think that they win big. My boy, Ty.
0: My boy. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think because it's a rivalry, I feel like. Sometimes rivalries, like, make things really close. I definitely think USC is going to win. But I'm thinking it might be a little bit better of a game than, than just kind of a blowout. So yeah, um, we had on the table to uh, talk about NBA. Uh, we still got a couple more weeks till the, the regular season kicks off, so we'll save that for another time. Um, we'll get into some NFL picks to kind of wrap up. There's some really good games coming up this week. Um, let's start with uh, Cardinals versus Giants. Um, man, as a as a Cardinals fan, I feel like this is a must need, um, like a must win this week. Like it's the Giants. I know they're they can be kind of good. They have they've got some good players and stuff, but. The Cardinals want any hope of making the playoffs at all. I feel like they need to win, and and they just got to get things right offensively, in my opinion. They've got some of their defensive linemen that are coming off the injured reserve, so I think that's going to help. Hopefully, help um, kind of slow the Giants' offense and limit them a lot. But I'm going with Giants, or uh, sorry, Cardinals. Cardinals. <laughs> Definitely Cardinals. <laughs>
2: I don't know, because um, the, the, the same Giants team just beat the Seahawks. I don't know if it was, it was last week or two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. And so I yep. think, like you said, Ben, they can put up a fight. I think it'll be close, but I like the cards too. But
1: Yeah. I'm actually going to take New York in this one, just for the sheer fact i remember when when the rams played them earlier on in the season i was so frustrated because it was a close game all the way through the rams ended up pulling pulling it off but i'm like dang what is wrong but now i'm seeing that the giants they've got something brewing i think they're they've got a bright future um arizona they've been off for weeks now Mm. so i think the giants are are gonna win but it'll be a close one still but yeah i'm gonna take new york
2: well, well your rams are in sole possession of first place in Who's the, the NFC West
0: yeah i like <laughs> it i like it next one um the saints and eagles i think is going to be a good one but let's let's skip that one for sake of time and talk about steelers versus browns the bill or yes. steelers versus bills the bills are looking really good and the steelers are um, I think the only undefeated team left in the in the league just lost. They just, they just lost, lost their first game. game. Oh, that's right. They lost just the other day. I kind of want to see the Bills win. I think I think the Bills being good again would be pretty entertaining. I thought they, I think they have a fun team. I'm going with Bills. I think I think
2: so too. It's a short week, and the and the Steelers are just coming off a, of their first loss. I'm going with the, with the Bills too.
1: I'm taking in Juju and the Steelers. I think they're going to bounce back after their loss and beat the Bills.
0: I feel like this might be one of the games of, of kind of the year. I think so. Yeah, I'm really excited for, for this one. Um, the next one, the last one we're going to talk about this week is Ravens versus Browns. The Ravens record-wise don't have a great record, but they still have Lamar Jackson. There's a lot of people that really like the Ravens. The Browns are playing really well. It sounds weird saying this, but I think the Browns are a pretty good team. I think they're going to win. <laughs> what?
2: The the, the Ravens haven't haven't looked right either. They like they've kind of like been like been like the cart Cardinals or they've just kind of been off the last few, few weeks. I wouldn't be surprised to see see Baker and the boys go in and and beat the beat the Ravens.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Browns too. I mean, that is so weird. The Browns should not be winning these this many games. I don't know Brown. what's going on. They got <laughs> Baker Mayfield as their quarterback I'm crying out loud. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with their defense. So I think they're gonna shut down Lamar Jackson. I think the league's kind of figured out what Lamar does about yeah.
0: taking the Browns. Sweet. Well, we'll we'll have to get into some more NBA talk. Um, either next week or the week after, because um, the NBA season's coming up. I think each of us are excited about our respective teams. Um, I think, I think there's, I think this year is going to be fairly different than last year as far as some of the, I think it's going to be kind of shaken up, which teams are good, which teams are bad a little bit, but. Nope. Same result. <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. Um, uh Thanks everybody for listening. We're Average Joe Nation. You can follow us on Twitter at three hundred two talk sports talk pod sports talk underscore pod. Did I get that right,
1: Ty? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's at three hundred two talk underscore pod.
0: Gotcha. That's why we got Ty here. (laughs) That's why we keep him around. (laughs) We keep him around. (laughs) All right, well everybody have a good week stay safe and uh let us know your quarantine go-to snack or drink um on twitter so you know ours it's dr pepper (laughs) Uh, see you guys next week nope